Hey there, this is Jessica Stewart, and you are listening to Finding Your Calm with Your Teenager, episode number 29. Anyone out there struggle to remain calm when dealing with your teenager? It's certainly been something that I have struggled with in my parenting journey, so that's what I'm here to help you with. This podcast will give you really practical advice and tips to remain calm when dealing with your teenager because I truly believe if you can remain calm when doing this, you can remain calm in pretty much any situation. So listen in and enjoy. Welcome. So glad you're here. And as I'm recording this, it's actually Christmas Eve and I was thinking about what I wanted to record around this time of year, whether or not you celebrate Christmas or whatever you celebrate. This is kind of the holiday season and it can be a time that can be especially overwhelming, anxiety provoking for anybody, any person, uh, but also especially for parents, parents of teenagers as you kind of have this picture of the holidays as sort of everything's going to be wonderful and perfect and maybe that's what you're thinking as you lead up to it. And I just find the whole holiday season personally kind of overwhelming and not because of any particular reason. Like this year there's pretty much things are smooth leading up to it. But as I approach the holidays, I often find myself in this sort of anxious, overwhelmed state of trying to get everything done, trying to think I need to make the perfect holiday. And this has shifted over the years though. So I'm at the point now where I have loosened the grip on the whole perfect holiday thing, which is why I want to kind of come in here today and talk a a little bit about how I've done that, but I still have not been able to, you know, fix this like I want to, and I'm not sure if I ever will be able to fix it so I don't have any sort of anxiety or anything leading up to the holiday season, but I certainly have gotten a little bit better at not putting so much pressure on the day. Like when we think about Christmas day, it's like we, we have this magical idea that nothing is bad supposed to happen on Christmas day and everybody's supposed to all of a sudden, you know, morph their personality. So the way they were the day before on Christmas, obviously they're going to be, you know, nicer and kinder because the spirit of the season is all about, you know, love and sharing. And mostly what I found is that people are pretty much, they are a little bit, you know, nicer to each other, I think on Christmas, but by and large, our personalities generally tend to stay the same. And then we put this whole big expectation on how Christmas Day is supposed to be perfect or really everybody's supposed to get along. And I I would find myself as a mom thinking, you know, if anybody had a fight on Christmas, oh my gosh, it's Christmas Day. You can't be, you know, disagreeing with somebody today of all days. And we put so much pressure on the day and everything surrounding it. And Uh, What got me thinking about this was just we had decorated our 
tree last week when my son came home from college. He wanted to be a part of the tree decorating thing. And I was remembering Christmas's past when we have decorated the tree. And I had envisioned that in my head as some, you know, beautiful, perfect family time where we would all listen to Christmas carols and no ornaments would get broken. Everybody would get along. Everybody would want to lovingly participate in uh, decorating the tree. Nobody would complain about it. But the actual reality of the Christmas tree decoration was a combination of people not really wanting to participate that much. The music played, everybody would be like, oh, I hate that song. I want to listen to something else. Can't we listen to something else? And, um, you know, ornaments would get broken. People we'd have to, I'd have to, you know, force fun on people. I'd have to say, uh, you know, get up off the couch and come help me. And, and it would, uh, before, Years ago, it would leave me feeling upset about the whole thing. And what I found probably in the past few years is I had sort of decided ahead of time how it was going to go. And it was not going to be this perfect vision of what I had anticipated. I kind of just came to a point where I expected that our our version of decorating the tree would be the chaotic messiness that it is. There would be the usual personalities that would show up. There would be the usual grumpiness that would show up at times. And then there would also be some, you know, just laughter about the whole thing because it was not any perfect vision. And I don't know that anybody has that perfect vision. We get a lot of that from movies and uh, you know, TV shows and this idea of this nostalgic Christmas where everything is all, you know, sunshines and, and daisies and everybody's getting along. So when I sort of released that version of the Christmas tree decoration, and I also released that version for Christmas Day as well, because we set ourselves up, I think, and that's the whole thing is setting yourself up for uh, expectations of people in your family and in, you know, the relatives that come around that are really unrealistic. And this kind of plays into the acceptance part of the COM acronym that we talk about. And so it works for all relationships. So when you get to whatever family gathering you're going to, you can almost think about it. And I would recommend that you think ahead of time how you are going to anticipate the people in your life showing up. So if you are triggered by certain things that people do at in as part of your family, or if you're triggered by the situation, then think, decide ahead of time how you're going to think about that when it inevitably happens. So people are going to show up the way they normally do in life and the way they have done at previous you know, family gatherings or previous situations like this. The gathering you can, for me, I, I don't, I am blessed to have like, we don't have a, a lot of family tension or drama or anything in my families and in my extended family. So I'm so blessed and lucky to have that. But what I do find challenging about gatherings is that when there's a lot of people there. I'm an introverted person and I find the situation of a lot of people and a lot of chaotic busyness and it, that 
is overwhelming to me. So what I need to decide at ahead of time is how I'm going to think about that situation. And over the years, I've almost had to train myself that, okay, I'm going into this knowing that it's not going to be a quiet gathering. It's going to be pretty chaotic. There's going to be a lot of things happening at once. And so I sort of mentally prepare myself ahead of time. And that has helped so much with my managing it and dealing with my anxiety. I, I decide ahead of time how I'm going to think about the situation because I know we have reference points from years past of how it's gone in the past. So you can do that with certain situations that come up. You can do that with knowing how you're going to feel about a certain part of the holidays. So you can decide about, um, you know, like say you're trying not to eat a certain type of thing when you go to this holiday dinner. You can decide ahead of time that this is how you're going to respond if you're offered that. If you're thinking going into the holiday dinner, okay, I don't want to drink a lot. You can decide ahead of time what's going to happen when that person, you know, offers you a drink. And you it's not going to necessarily be easy to do that, but it does help if you've prepared yourself a little bit for these things that are going to come up. And you can almost think of them as hoping that some of these challenges that normally would come up in the past, you can almost look forward to them coming up in a sense. Like if there's a certain person who makes a certain comment or if your teenager is behaving a certain way and they say that and you kind of set yourself up in in the past for like, oh, I'll be okay on this holiday as long as they don't say that one thing. Now you can put mentally prepare yourself and you can kind of in a way say, well, I really hope they say that because this year I am going to practice not letting it or letting it bother me, but really not saying anything and choosing to do what you decided to do in that situation. Maybe you're going to walk away. Maybe you're going to choose that time just to get some air outside. Just anything that you have decided that you're going to do to help you manage. So that's also part of neuroscience and it's called using your prefrontal cortex And so what that does is it allows you to prepare yourself for situations ahead of time when you're in a better state of mind. So for instance, if you are going to a holiday gathering and you are in it and you have the reaction, you're not so prepared for it. But if you've decided hours before when you were in a better state of mind when you're in a more calm state of mind and you mentally rehearsed how you're going to react in that certain situation, you will come up with a lot better decisions and then you can remind yourself that that's how you're going to think about it. And that maybe is how you're going to respond that will make that situation go better. And the other thing to remember is the pause and taking a breath. If you find yourself in the midst of a chaotic family gathering, just come back to yourself, take a few breaths, pause a little bit, take a time out for yourself, and just remember what you had told yourself about how you were going to respond to the situation. So that's all I wanna offer, just a really super short, simple thing. It's just called deciding ahead of time how you're going to respond to a potentially 
worrisome, anxiety-provoking situation or overwhelming situation. Use your prefrontal cortex, which is the executive function of your brain that is really super smart, and decide ahead of time how you're going to manage the situation that will inevitably come up and tell yourself, I look forward to that happening this year because then I can show myself how I have been able to change and alter the way I think. So I hope this tool really helps you. I hope you have a wonderful holiday time if that's what you're doing. And if you don't, then you're probably in good company. If you had some crazy stuff happen in your family or um, you know, if, if something's going on for you right now, it's life doesn't stop and bad things don't stop happening just because it's Christmas time. I know and that sort of compounds it, but just know that you are, you know, you can use some tools to help manage it the best you can and using some tools to help you remain calm and deal with whatever comes up is the best way to do it because again that gives you access to your prefrontal cortex so remember to breathe remember to pause before you react in these situations okay so take good care and i will talk to you next week thank you so much for listening i have something to offer you And that is a video that I have made to help if you've ever lost it on your teenager. And I made this video because I think this is something that we all struggle with as parents or caregivers of teenagers. We all struggle with it as parents or caregivers of children of any age, really. And I made the video to explain why we do this what to do if it's happened to you, and just to give you some support with this situation and release the shame and blame of it all. And I hope that you find it so helpful. So how do you get it? If you go to the show notes of the podcast and click the link that says grab your free video here, it will take you to a page to sign up and the the video will be delivered straight to your inbox. So I hope you enjoy it and have a great day.